Hi everyone, the Complex PTSD Guy here. Today I wanted to share some tips with you all about ways that I was able to learn more effectively as a college student and how I increased the likelihood of storing what I had learned into my long-term memory. The reason I mention these two points is that, as I mentioned in a recent and past podcast, when your cognitive functions are screwed up from long-term trauma, particularly in your youth, your ability to focus and learn and remember information long-term, these are things that we struggled with. That's why I want to share ways to improve it. They are things I should say that I was taught and I picked up during my college years. I'm also going to share a book that I'm reading, which is going to serve as a teaching method for me in my search for a particular outlet to let out things and feelings, thoughts and feelings that are not appropriate for sharing in most public spaces. This book will allow me to share in a comedic way the difficulty I've struggled with in processing new information and difficulty with cause and effect thinking. I'll get into that a little later. For now, I want to share tips for learning more effectively and how to store information into your long-term memory. These are things that work for me. I'm not a teacher, I'm not a psychologist, and I'm not a doctor. I'm just sharing things that work for me in my own complex PTSD. These are two things that I wish all youth were told, particularly in junior high school. The reason I say that is because after I learned these tips, I basically got all A's and B's on my classwork. Before that, in high school, I usually got C's, D's, and a few F's. I just could not focus in high school, and I had a horrible time learning as a youth. So here are my tips. So as I said, it wasn't until college that I learned these things. The first I learned in a class called College Success Skills. The teacher talked about how to basically learn more effectively. He was a school counselor and a psychologist, and he used to talk a lot about the brain during class. Which, by the way, I will share updates on my poem about the brain in a little bit, my highway, highway to Hell poems. So some of the key things he went over, the, one of the first things was note-taking. He talked about using post-it notes or even underlining if you were going to be keeping the book, underlining key points on pages, putting post-it notes on pages that basically gave you a summary of what the page was about. So whenever you go back to reread things, it just gave you the summary to click it in your brain. That's what you had read. So if you had trouble in school remembering what you had read, this was a perfect way to assist with that. Um, so as I said, post-it notes on pages, underline main points. Always read the intro to the chapters. This may sound really obvious, I was never taught this until college, but read the intro. It sounds very basic and obvious. Maybe you did it from the time you were in first grade. I never did. What I would do is listen to the teacher in class, forget half of what he said, and go to the problems at the end of the chapter that he gave us and struggle with it. I never knew how to change it or what else to do. But basically read the intros. You can do this for your math book, your science book, whatever it is. The intro will tell you exactly what you're supposed to do. And like I said, I never knew that. And always, number one, read your teacher's syllabus. The syllabus has everything in it you could possibly want to know. It's all there. If it's not there, then the teacher's, that's the teacher's fault. But always read their syllabus. It all sound like basic things, but I will tell you, I got A's and B's after I started doing all that. 
The other key thing, and this is more related to the long-term memory point, um, tips for increasing the likelihood of remembering information in your long-term memory. So, for instance, with the book I'm going to talk about in a little bit, you always want to ask, who wrote the book? Who's the author? Who was the intended audience for the book that you're reading? And this could be anything. This could be any kind of book. It could be, you know, the Constitution of the United States. It could be anything, any document, anything you're reading, a pamphlet. Also, why did the author write it? The introduction will tell you why they wrote the book. If you want to know why, you know, the Founding Fathers wrote the Constitution, look at the philosophers who influenced them. Look at the people that they were influenced by. You know, what were they trying to do? Who were they trying to get away from? What tyranny were they escaping? Um, you know, so you always want to ask those things about any book. So for the book I'm going to mention in a little bit, I asked myself before I bought the book, who was the author? What's his background? You know, why is he writing the book? And I think I found the perfect book for what I'm wanting. Also, the, a really key thing about keeping things in your long-term memory, really key. I learned this. He was my favorite teacher in college, my history teacher, Dr. GP. He now is at George Mason University. But when I went to Illinois College, this guy was phenomenal. And if I hadn't have had him, I don't know what I would have done. But most everything I learned from this guy, I remembered, which is huge for me. So he always had us do a thought journal every two weeks. This is a huge thing. So every two weeks in the thought journal, we had to write out three main points. And if you can do this with any book, anything. What were the important important points for like the read two chapters at a time? So the first thing, what specific events, facts, or ideas stood out to you? That's the first thing you want to focus on in your thought journal. What specific events, facts, or ideas stood out to you? So basically, you read two chapters and you ask yourself that. What were the main events, facts, or ideas that stood out? The second question. You will have a question about the author, their perspective, or their research. Did the author state anything in a particularly interesting or poignant, poignant way? So in the second part of your thought journal, let's say like, getting into the second page or the bottom of the first page, um, you're going to kind of ask yourself things about the thought journal, and, or about the author, I'm sorry, and write them out. So what things was the author stating in any particularly interesting or specific way? And the third point, you are to give your informed opinion about the quality of the writing and the utility of the piece for the course. So you would write out, I think this author was really great because of this, and I think this fits in really well with our coursework because of this. If you do those three things and put it into your thought journal and you do it every two weeks, I swear you will remember things so much better. And you can do that for any subject matter, political science, anything you want. So those are the main things I wanted to share. My college success skills class helped me tremendously, as did my thought journals I learned to do in my history class. So now what I'm going to, to do is use that knowledge I picked up and I'm going to carry it into my study of the book I'm currently reading. My friend just brought it over for me to read. I told him I used certain outlets to help me express myself in appropriate manners. For example, I have shared with you all that I'm a member of a poetry group. The recent poems I've been writing, I've recently figured out a way to make them more artistic. 
I learned this from a poetry workshop I did a few years ago. You don't want your poem to be bland and boring. You really have to make them artistic and more interesting. So those two poems I read to you, I'm now updating them. And I'm going to reread them in my next podcast. Things like this take time. So for example, rather than using actual parts of the brain in my poem which is about complex PTSD, those parts will now become characters in a longer story. I haven't named them yet. I want to put more time into it. But basically, the prefrontal cortex won't be called that. It will be given a character name. The hippocampus won't be called that either. These areas of the brain in my Highway to Hell poems, Highway to Hell poem, they will become villains, good guys, Characters of wisdom, characters of rage, characters with amnesia, and the amygdala will be a character of high stress who is overly fearful. fearful. But these characters will be part of a larger story that will all be centered around living with complex PTSD. The other outlet I want to express myself through is writing comedy and even trying stand-up comedy. So the book I'm reading that I mentioned earlier is called Mastering Stand-Up. The Complete Guide to Becoming a Successful Comedian. And as I said, there's certain places in public where certain things aren't appropriate, but on stage with stand-up comedy, you can get away with a lot. And some of the things that I think people with PTSD or complex PTSD hold inside and don't feel they can talk about, I think you can do it on a stand-up stage. So the book is by Stephen Rosenfield. He's the director of the American Comedy Institute. And how do I know this? I used my learning method that I just talked to you all about. I asked myself those same questions I went over that we did in the thought journals. I asked myself who was the author, who was the audience for the book. And now that I am reading the book, I am underlining the key points. That's what I learned in my college success skills class. I'm reading the introduction. I'm seeing if this is the book for me, and I will read the first few chapters and write out a thought journal about them. This will sink the info into my long-term memory. So I'm trying to give examples of how I'm actually currently doing this in real time. Anyway, before the podcast gets too long, whenever I do my next podcast, it will have updated versions of those past poems, and the parts of the brain will become characters. Um, like this is something that I want to put into a short story form eventually, but if you build something from poetry, you can do all types of masterful things. Um, and eventually I might try and do stand-up comedy. The guy who wrote the book, he did say you actually have to go out there and do it so you learn how to communicate better. Um, but it's all about practice, practice with your writing, practice, 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 repetition. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to share some tips with you all on how I learned how to learn better since we've been discussing the brain lately. I hope everyone has a good day, and this is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.